Welcome to Chandler United Methodist Church. Our scripture today, Ephesians chapter 3 verses 14 through 21, is a beautiful prayer written by Paul for the new believers in the growing faith communities. The prayer for the Ephesians is a prayer for us all. How do you feel when someone prays for you? Do you feel loved, appreciative, happy, thankful, blessed, or grateful? Knowing that there is someone praying for you gives you encouragement, peace, joy, and contentment. It really does. My wife's aunt would always say, I'll be praying for you. You are on my prayer list. At her memorial service, her family shared her prayer journal. The prayer journal listed the names of all the people that she had been praying for each day. I looked down the long list and there was my name. It made me smile as I thought about how she prayed for me all those years. It makes you feel good to know someone took time every day to pray for you. When I think about people praying for you, I remember a three-day retreat I attended. The first evening of the retreat, I met a man named Bill. Bill made a point to meet everyone attending the retreat. He introduced himself to everyone that evening. The next morning, we learned that Bill was on a plane to Jerusalem. One of the first stops was going to be the Wailing Wall. The Wailing Wall is a sacred place of prayer and pilgrimage. Solomon, the son of David, built the first temple and the Babylonians destroyed it in 587 BC. The temple was later rebuilt and the Romans destroyed it again. The remaining wall has a rich tradition that is a sacred gathering place. People go there to pray. The Wailing Wall website says, the place provides comfort and assurance to Jews and all people who come to seek communion with God. People will write prayers on slips of paper and place them in the cracks of the wall. Bill's first stop was the Wailing Wall to place our names in the wall. Bill had wrote our names on slips of paper that he would place in the cracks of the wall as he prayed for us by name. I sat there thinking my name will be on a piece of paper in the crack of the temple built by Solomon. It brings me joy to remember today. As I remember what Bill did, it brings me joy. At the same retreat, we learned that people around the world were praying for us. We were given cards and letters from people around the world who were praying for us by name. People in Europe, Asia, Australia, Africa, and across the United States of America were praying for me and 20 other people on the retreat. Also, there was a 24-hour prayer vigil underway. People had signed up for time slots to pray for us for 72 hours straight. I could not believe that someone signed up to wake up at 2 a.m. to pray for us. While I was awake, someone was praying for me by name. While I was sleeping, people were still praying for me. Those prayers from others make you feel loved. Prayer offered to God by others is a powerful thing. Let's take a closer look at the prayer Paul offered to the Ephesians. Verse 14 through 15. The reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. 
The family of God Paul is speaking about includes all who believe in him, past, present, and future. God is the creator of all, the father of all. God promises as the father to love us all. God wants to stay connected to him and to his family, the church. Verse 16 and 17, I pray that of the glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Paul is asking God to strengthen us and praying that Christ will dwell in our hearts. That is powerful, very powerful. Verse 17 through 19 continues, And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's people, to grasp how high, wide, and long, and high, and deep the love of Christ, and to know his love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fulfillment of God. God's love reaches every corner of creation. It is wide, wide enough to cover you in all creation. God's love is long. It started before our lives, continues throughout our lives, and continues past our lives here on earth. God's love is high. It rises to moments of our celebration and moments of joy. God's love is deep. God's love reaches us at our low moments. In our despair and feelings of hopelessness, God's love is there. Remember, even at our lowest moment, God's love is there for you. We are reminded of God's love throughout Scripture. Romans 8 verses 38 through 39 says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Verse 19 speaks about the fullness of God's love, which comes through our union with Christ and the Holy Spirit. We have the fullness of God's love available to us. God's love, ready to fill every aspect of our lives, is right there available to you. Through prayer, ask a Holy Spirit, to fill you with God's love, to fill you until you are overflowing. Verse 20 through 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we all asked or imagined, according to his power that is at work within us, to be him in glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. The prayer ends with the doxology, an expression of praise to God. It talks about God's power at work within us. Think about that for a moment. God's power within you. It speaks to how God is more than you can imagine. Paul wants you to be full of God's love. He wants you to be grounded in God's love. He wants you to be connected to God's love. He wants you to understand 
how wide and long and high and deep God's love is. This is a beautiful prayer for us all. God wants us to connect with Him through prayer. He does. Our connection to God grows and, and our lives are transformed as we connect to God through prayer. I heard a pastor say this, The more we pray, the more God's thoughts become our thoughts and God's ways become our ways. It is true. Daily conversation with God transforms our thoughts and realigns our actions. We begin to act more like Jesus. We begin to let God's light and love reflect from us because of that deepening connection to God. Jesus teaches us to pray in Matthew chapter 6 verses 9 through 13. Jesus shares the Lord's Prayer as part of the Sermon on the Mount. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. The first three of the seven potentials address God. The next are related to human needs and concerns. A doxology is added to the end of the prayer. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I invite you to prayerfully read the Lord's Prayer as part of your prayer or Bible study time. Read through it a couple times and consider the elements of the prayer. Also read verses 14 and 15. These verses speak to us about forgiveness. Matthew chapter 6, 14 through 15. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Jesus teaches us about prayer. One of the things he did was to find a quiet, peaceful place to pray. Jesus would find an isolated place to pray. One of these examples is found in Mark chapter 1, verse 35. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Jesus wanted quiet time to connect with God. Time to share his concerns, to recharge his spirit, to strengthen him for the tasks of the day. We should follow Jesus' example and look to God in quiet places. Allow time to pray and connect with God without all the distractions or the bombardments around us. Turn off your phone. Find a quiet place. Spend time with God. Time to recharge. Time to find peace. Time to find comfort with God. Find to time to find direction. Time to align yourself with God. Time to share your concerns. And time to share your joys. Connect with God through prayer daily. Doing so will transform your life. The world can be filled with challenges and difficulties. Jesus shows us what to do when we are facing difficult situations. 
he took those concerns he had to God in prayer. In the Garden of Gethsemane, before Jesus was arrested, beaten, and crucified, he prayed. He prayed. In Matthew 26, verses 36 through 46, you can read about the multiple times Jesus went to God in prayer that evening. The scripture tells us how Jesus was feeling. Jesus said, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. So what, do, what did Jesus do? He prays. Take your concerns to God in prayer. Psalms 55.22 says, Cast your cares on the Lord, and He will sustain you. God does not want to, you to carry around burdens. He says, cast your cares on Him. Often we say we were giving those cares and burdens to God, but we don't. We carry them with us. We allow the burdens to weigh us down. Trust God. Allow Him to carry those burdens. Live life at all its fullness, like God is calling you to do. Please know, God wants to meet you where you are, just the way you are. You can't fix things and have everything in order without God. We need God. We do. So seek God in prayer. Allow time and prayer with God to transform you, to strengthen you, to fill you with peace, to fill you with hope. There are many spiritual disciplines which help us connect with God and grow our relationship to God. Spiritual disciplines include worship, study of scripture, communion, fasting, journaling, service, meditation, prayer, and many, many more. We are focusing on connection to God through the spiritual discipline of prayer. Let me recommend some ways that you can pray. Centering prayer. The centering prayer centers us. It creates space for us to be in the presence of God. We use one word to draw our attention and focus towards God and God's love. Here are the steps. Select one word or a two-word phrase. Use words like peace, hope, love, Jesus, Father, compassion, or joy. After you select a word, then find a quiet place in a comfortable space, a space where you will not be interrupted. Take a minute or two to relax and breathe. Say the word you selected. Allow yourself to focus on that word. Feel God's presence as you say the word slowly. Then breathe and take time to be quiet and breathe. Allow your mind to focus on God and the one word. Allow yourself to center on that one word. Allow yourself time to relax and breathe as you feel God's presence. Another prayer I use is a breath prayer. Breath prayers are short phrases you can say to yourself. Phrases like, God be with me, or lead me, Lord, or here I am, Lord, or I belong to you, or strengthen me, Lord. Say the phrase as you breathe. Remember, it has to be short and spoken in one breath. For example, before that meeting or conversation that may be difficult, be with me, Lord. 
Be with me, Lord. Be with me, Lord. Breath prayers are a great way to connect with God. Some people like to write. If you do, try journaling. Start a prayer journal. Write out your thoughts and prayers. Use journaling as a way to connect with God. Some people will journal thank you notes to God. They will write out a thank you note to God in their journal. And then they'll write a reply from God. They write what they think God might be saying in response to their note. Pray prayers like the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, and courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. You can pray using conversational prayer format. Just talk to God. Share what is on your heart and mind. Share with God the things that you are doing that are going well and those things that are challenges. You can focus on one topic or share many. Be free and spontaneous with your conversation. Talk as if you were speaking to your best friend, because you are. Prayer is, prayer is what connects you to God through prayer. Make your prayer time a priority. Schedule time to pray or fill your daily life with prayers. Use breath prayers while you're driving. Journal in the evening. Prayerfully pray the Lord's Prayer or prayers like the Serenity Prayer. Or pause midday for a centering prayer. Whatever you decide, connect with God through prayer. And as a blessing to others, pray for other people. Tell them that you are lifting them up to God in prayer. You will bless them through your prayers. Remember, the more we pray, the more God's thoughts become our thoughts. And God's ways become our ways. Amen. Prayer and Reflection Ephesians chapter 3, verse 6. May He strengthen you with power through His Spirit. Start your time of prayer and reflection by remembering Paul's words. May He strengthen you with power through His Spirit. God will do this through prayer. He will. Our benediction for today. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face to you and give you peace. Go now, filled with God's peace. And remember to connect with God through prayer. Mm -hmm.